Welcome to Magnify Your Thoughts. Today's episode is very special because it has a different format. Instead of me bringing to you what I learned, I'm actually having a conversation with my brother and we're talking about the material I was studying. So here is a clip of the conversation I had with my brother where we touch upon the book Unfuck Yourself, written by Gary John Bishop, and also where we talk a little bit about Epictetus and his philosophy. Let's talk about the book Unfuck Yourself. Yes, by Gary John Bishop. What's the book about? If someone wants to read it or has a question of what does Unfuck Yourself mean or is the book about? Sure. All the chapters I have read so far indicate that our subconscious drives our actions and our our consciousness in a sense. And he gives us tools, examples and to understand and jump in the subconscious and rewire it so we can be more effective. So when we want to do something that's constructive, we don't have to fight ourselves or fight our instincts or our old habits. We can just create these new pathways in a way where we can just do it without resistance, minimum resistance. And those tools and these books, is it specific for a purpose or does it go throughout life, through business, through love affairs, through family? It's more about life on, on overall. And if you improve a few things, I feel confident it's going to be able to carry over into your business, into your love affair, into any other ambitions you have in life. I'm sure it's going to carry over. Okay, so do you have any simple examples that he gives or your personal examples that you saw? Uh, sure. I remember the chapter, Am I Willing?, where which I have a few notes with me today as well. And he says, we really have to ask ourselves, am I willing? Now, everyone has a different experience of life and everyone has different circumstances. Other, people's, other people are parents, others are not. Others were born in uh, poverty, different countries. And all, all of us have uh, circumstances and we all have problems. And he says that those do not define us. What define us is the actions we take in those circumstances. And he emphasizes to ask ourselves, am I willing? Because very often we have uh, our lifestyles and we build a tolerance to stay in them. And we have to wonder, am I willing to ta do what it takes to exit the circumstances that you don't like? And if you ask yourself that question, then you can jump in your subconscious and prevent your mind from tricking yourself and saying, I want to be rich, for example. Okay, I, mean, uh, I believe most of us would like to be wealthy in a sense. And with that said, am I willing to put my family to the side? Am I willing to work 60 hours plus? Am I willing to take the risks that a rich person would take? You have to, we have to go into that sense and he says we have to understand what are we really willing to do and what are we not willing to do. And with that, we, we get a different sense of what we truly want, not what we 
kind of believe we want. I got it. That's true about being rich, or I know, like you said, I know a lot of people that all of them say, I want more money, I want to be rich. Actually, they do say, I want to be rich. But the actions are opposite. Right. Now, does he have any tools, any specific tools that you found very interesting or that you started doing it yourself? Well, yeah, now that when, when, I, when I see something and I have a desire to have it or approach it or um, change something in my, in my set of mind, I say, do I really want to do it? Like a material thing to buy you mean? Even, or? even that, yeah. Even, let's say, a BMW. I, I, I fancy those vehicles, right? And then I said, am I really willing to take on those payments, have those higher monthly installments or monthly payments for the vehicle? Insurance. That too. People scratching your car. Uh, the risk with that yes. as well. And I said, well, n not yet. No, not at this point. No, I am not willing Sounds nice, elegant, fantastic. It, it's going to happen. At this point, no, I'm not willing. This is not something I want to do. So that's one tool that I use to prevent this uh, false negative self-talk that, oh, I want this, but I don't have it. I stop. It's, it's gone. It's stopping. Yes, I agree with that. Because there is, uh, this is more philosophy that, that there is a thin line. There is a thin line. We have Dante in the house over here. My, my Amstaff sniffing us, making sure we're all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You were talking about the thin line. The thin line is that I see it's people want stuff. I want stuff, you want stuff. Sure. But now, some people, because they cannot have it, let's say BMW... They get depressed, upset, negative, even though they cannot have it for the next year or two years, maybe. Yeah. Which, that's really bad. So, I agree with what you said, saying that you know you cannot afford it, and that's why you have to maybe save more money, be more comfortable, and then go for it. And... In the meantime, be happy and not regretful and negative like other people that cannot have it. Oh, right. Uh, well, actually, that's another tool that uh, I have been uh, cra crafting, in a sense, using a lot. It, it helps me immensely. You can try it at home or when you're listening. Pause for a moment and say, what are you, what are you thankful for? I remember a month ago, I was in my car driving and I didn't feel the best. And I said, this is unusual. Why do I not feel happy or content or right? And then I realized I had gone several days without indicating or telling myself, what am I grateful for? I have found that's a fantastic tool for me to put things in perspective and stop believing that I'm entitled or expect things. Just say, I'm, I'm thankful. And what are you thankful for? Got it. I saw that somewhere else as well, that it's a habit to be thankful, to be thankful. And I've heard that, that if you do that for 21 days, actually you will become happy. 
Right. Because you start to leave this sense of scarcity and you go more in abundance. And when you realize that everything is a gift, you feel wonderful. If you, if you, if you come from the approach that I own this, I deserve this, this is mine, this is that mentality that you own everything and you're entitled versus, hey, this is wonderful. I'm so happy for this notebook, my pen, this microphone. This is wonderful. Your your heart opens. I agree. I agree hundred percent with that. But that's the thing. It's I believe I'm gonna blame. I guess society. Maybe some the family. Maybe sometimes or the media. That they tell us. They pass this narrative that we are not happy, and in order to get happy, we need to buy stuff. We're the correct brands. Do this, dress like that, buy this, look like a specific person. Right, right. Epictetus, actually, I watched a video on Epictetus couple. Yeah, the, the philosopher. philosopher. Yeah, the Greek scholar. He, and he was saying that even back then, they wanted wealth and they wanted all this materialistic, materialistic okay. things. And he was saying that is not the source of happiness. He was saying that the source of happiness would include friends, actually, too. That was to my surprise. And he was saying to quiet down your mind and to do follow your passion. I think those were the three, th three things he was uh, talking about. I agree. I agree. Uh, again, with... Uh, Materials is the same thing. It's it's a very thin line because it's very hard not to want materials. Sure. And then, so because you can go to one extreme, not to want materials, but you kind of want them, but you think it's the correct way to not want stuff. So you try not to want it. And then you waste a lot of energy trying to fight with yourself. So that's bad. Then you have the other extreme saying like, oh, I want this to be happy. I want this. And then you cannot have it. And then you're super unhappy because now you want all this stuff. So there is a thin line that if you want something, whether you can afford it or not, you can still want, but don't expect to be super happy and don't feel guilty that you want something like a very okay. thin line yeah and i think then you can use a tool am i willing am i willing to do what it takes because if you are maybe that Correct. might require a couple steps a preparation where you can actually get that uh, item you want that product yes yeah i guess you can say that am i willing or you can it doesn't have to be a, a product it can be a goal yeah. Am I willing to put the effort? Am I willing to do what it takes? Maybe a couple of years of work. Yeah, because yeah. Whatever you do, you have to put a lot of work. N now with that, any other ideas that the book gave you or, uh, or any other new perspectives? Yes. I, actually, another chapter he was talking about, it's how we are wired to win now he talks about 
anything we do, we are winners. And he talks about how if you be a, a, a way how you can be destructive and still win is let's say you meet someone and they're just a wonderful person and your wiring is telling you that hey i don't deserve this person he's too fantastic or she's too amazing then you will take actions to sabotage yourself without even realizing it because you need to meet your narrative you your your subconscious is going to reach your belief and then you're going to do self-sabotaging in order in order to be like hey you know what i was right i would not deserve that person you know something i i know that as a real life example i can't remember the names well actually if i did remember them i wasn't going to say them anyways but i remember it was this couple the girl was fantastic beautiful successful the guy he was maybe not as successful and maybe not as good body as her let's say and he actually was saying to her that oh you can find other guys you're you can find better guys than me and he was very doubting himself and Insecure, very negative yeah. negative about himself which until the end, uh, the girl couldn't take it with his attitude yeah. and his jealousy. So then they broke up and then he said exactly what you said. Like, oh, I knew this was going to happen. I was right. Uh, right. Of course, it was too good for me. And Epictetus says to, re to change the beliefs we have and rewire it so we, we can have anything we desire in, in a way where... Think higher of yourself. What you have, you have, we have achieved so many things, and sometimes we really forget to give ourselves some credit. And he says, yet since that wiring, believe you can do more. You earn more. You can be a fantastic person. I mean, he uses different words to convey the same message. And then watch how things are going to change. For example, I view myself as a philanthropist, someone who is kind to human humanity and loves people. And then when I'm in the scenario where I said, well, should I do something? When I'm in a scenario where I can bring that word to life, I will take action to prove to myself that I am a philanthropist and I'm going to do this nice thing for this person versus something negative so we live up to what our wiring and our beliefs tell us if you made it this far i applaud you thank you so much i really hope you have a great day morning or night wherever you're at until next time